Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today for the AIWA Los Angeles Las Vegas section um, uh, uh, briefing at 5.30, February 6th. Uh, we have very exciting uh, 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 briefing uh, talk um, by a, a very uh, a good speaker, and he will uh, she will tell us uh, a very interesting program and uh, to help your career. And uh, as Charlie was uh, attendee and the bridge earlier, uh, one important message for, for uh, her presentation and our AWA effort is uh, related to the um, career and the workforce development in, in AWA. Uh, AWA has many task force. Uh, you have technical, um, professional, and uh, you know, a K-12 education, university grad, uh, uh, education, research sure. professors, and uh, you, you have the technical side, uh, then you have membership side, uh, a young professional uh, public policy, which is very important that Bridger also kind of involved. Uh, we can also help everybody's uh, career, but career and the workforce development is a valid, uh, very important topic. Uh, for AIWA and of course research as well. Uh, so we look forward to you know work uh, uh, further with Bridger and uh, also we are trying to um, provide a platform. Uh, so for example, Mr. Shimitsu and uh, um, you know people here, uh, they they you know can network with Bridger or fellow attendees online or in person and uh, find your career. You know. Um, we can provide networking opportunity to help your career in conventional companies or you know in this kind of new uh, uh, track. And uh, like uh, before the um, uh, recording started, we talked to Dr. Adrian Guzman from Mexican Space Agency. Commercial space uh, is very important uh, for the um, you know space industry right now. Also, have been several years, and actually, AIWA has been doing new space many conference every April uh, since a few many years ago uh, intended to uh, bring people uh, the, uh, attention uh, about this important uh, activity, uh, very vibrant activity. For AIWA National, uh, we have the uh, call uh, Ascent uh, Forum every November or October. Um, last year it was in Las Vegas. And uh, we have this also commercial space uh, uh, effort. Uh, I, I think two years ago, at least two or three years ago, I remember um, uh, the uh, Mr. George Whiteside at that time was the CEO of, of, of uh, Virgin uh, Galactic. And uh, he was leading the task force for the Ascent, AIWA Ascent Forum. Uh, of course, I heard that he's now advisor. He's no longer the CEO, uh, but he's still the advisor. Uh, to Virgin Galactic. Um, so, you know, uh, this kind of things. Uh, yeah, thank you, Dr. Guzman, you, you're right. Uh, so uh, actually we, we might have some gentlemen from uh, uh, that company. Uh, well, he, he hasn't uh, signed up yet, signed yet. Uh, he he work, actually worked in Virgin Galactic. Uh, so, okay, so basically uh, AWA is a nonprofit uh, professional organization membership based. Um, we have, of course, the backbone is professional membership, and the membership has different uh, levels. Uh, you know, like honors, you can advance to associate fellow, fellow, honorary fellow. For example, Miss Green Shotwell uh, of SpaceX. She's leading the SpaceX here in Hawthorne. 
uh, she's our honorary fellow. And of course, the vice president uh, of SpaceX uh, Fly Safety, um, um, uh, Dr. Um, uh, 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 Gerstenmeier, Bill Gerstenmeier. Uh, he's also our honorary fellow. Uh, Elon Musk is our um, member as well. And of course, it's George Whiteside, Mr. George Whiteside, and many people you can name it. We have grassroots, uh, we have students and uh, leadership. Uh, our executive director, Mr. Dan Downbacher, he uh, is the former NASA uh, director, manager uh, on the uh, re first reusable rocket. Uh, it's called the DCXXA. In, in, in case you miss it, you can uh, check our recording on uh, video on, on YouTube. Um, it, it, it's uh, December. Uh, it's the, the, he led his team in NASA in the early 90s, uh, uh, actually 20 years ahead of SpaceX and Blue Origin. So just explain to you uh, what is the, our people and the char characteristic uh, of, of our organization. So membership is very important. We have free education membership and also uh, free high school students. And we went out to as judges to science fair, uh, outreach to uh, uh, K-12 school universities. We have four university student branches, including where Bridger is UCLA. We have UCLA student branch. Um, we have USC student branch. We have uh, Cal State Long Beach student branch. We have UNLB student branch within our Los Angeles Las Vegas section. Uh, so that's uh, basically how this organization work. We have overall, 30,000 members and the very high ranking and also grassroots, mid-level leadership, technical education student uh, globally. Uh, so this uh, just tell you, this is the AIW is the leading organization in professional aerospace. So it's really a good community for you. Uh, once you join, you can uh, uh, check the engage platform and uh, chat uh, with other people. And uh, I think that's pretty much it is and encourage to look into it. Uh, slash join you can see the membership uh, level so while these are the laundry lists i have to go through so now we cannot wait uh, for the exciting uh briefing from uh, uh miss bridger johnson uh so um uh you you, you see her bio she's a, a great manager director in the program especially i, I noticed um in engineering research that's very important for AWA. Yeah, the way actually has a new initiative to split our F3 effort into three, three domains. One, aeronautics. Second, research. Third, uh, air, um, space. Uh, so this uh, matching very well uh, each other. So without further ado, let's welcome Ms. Bridger Johnson. Great. Thank you so much, Ken. Really appreciate you making the time today and everyone joining online and in person. Um, great to be able to present this program I've been working on for the last year and a half with you guys. Um, real quickly, before I jump into the slides, I'm going to go ahead and send my information in the chat here. Um, if anyone wants to follow up with more information, I can also get this information over to those in person. Um, so without further ado, let's get started. Uh, as Kim mentioned, my name is Bridja Johnson. I am here today to present to you a program called SCALE that is run in partnership with uh, UCLA and Starburst Aerospace. So uh, SCALE is a 13 week program that is funded by the Department of Commerce 
as a public-private partnership between UCLA and Starburst. Uh, Starburst fully runs the accelerator programming for uh, early stage aerospace founders. Um, so the program, as I mentioned, is a 13-week curriculum. Uh, we leverage support from mentors who are attached to our community um, as subject matter experts or um, leading workshops for us during these 13 weeks. Um, to support founders as they're in their early stages of um, getting founded and expanding. So some of the goals of this program are to establish the LA region as an aerospace hub, really supporting that. Um, also helping to advance uh, technology readiness levels um, of the startups in the program as well as uh, leveraging the talent that is graduating from the many universities we have in the area and um, utilizing some of that um, engineering talent coming out of the universities to support the startups uh, growing in the region. Um, so the program is run in collaboration with UCLA, although that does not exclude any other universities if they have students, professors, or others who are attached to their um, ecosystem that are interested in participating in the program, whether as a founder or as a mentor. Um, so, and, and then at the bottom of this slide, these are just uh, some of the partners that we have attached to the program who are supporting us here. So as I mentioned um, on the left-hand side of this uh, presentation, you can see uh, the overarching goals we have for the program. So again, that's to advance technology in the aerospace industry, um, supporting the development of these startups through mentorship and providing clearer, easier access to resources that you need in these early stages. Um, then of course, driving the economic growth in the region uh, that's supporting you know, hiring talent in the area and then really trying to help companies that are being developed here stay here so we can um, support that growth locally. And then finally, all these things sort of coming together to support the region as that deep tech aerospace innovation hub. Um, so Starburst has over 200 mentors attached uh, to the ecosystem, that's a global count. I would say for this program, we're right around um, probably a little less than 200 specifically for scale. Um, we take anywhere from eight to 10 companies per cohort. Right now, we're about to announce applications for the fifth cohort that'll be kicking off this spring. Um, we have four pilot and test facility partners. So that includes uh, UCLA, MITRE, RAND Corporation, and JPL. Uh, and then probably one of the biggest uh, selling points for the program is that it is completely free. Uh, so because this is funded by the Department of Commerce, there is no um, equity exchange or um, any charge to participate. So that's a, that's a great bonus as well. Uh, so here is just outlining, um, highlighting all of the different ecosystem nodes we have around us to support this growth. Uh, so not only do we see a lot of different startups emerging or established in the area, but of course we have the traditional industry, 
um, surrounding us, uh, academia, so a lot of different universities around that we can pull from, as well as government players. So again, this is just um, sort of to highlight the wealth of resource and information we have around us and how can we connect these things to better serve the emerging uh, market in the commercial sector. Uh, and again, just a different way uh, at looking at all the different players we interact with here, whether through mentorship or through, um, you know, customer discovery and acquisition or support from um, the investor community. Uh, we're really looking to bridge the gap between all these different segments and uh, support the founders that are trying to um, innovate and disrupt in the industry and, and how we can pull uh, from whatever resource we need to support that. So again, um, you have the different universities here um, who can, uh, either if they have students in their, um, in their programs who are interested in starting their own companies, will be a perfect fit to look at the SCALE program as a starting point or if there are uh, professors or other subject matter experts there who are just looking to get involved with what's new and up and coming in the industry, I think that's this is a great segue as well. Um, and then of course, uh, uh, one of the main uh, drivers for this is, is really supporting that early stage uh, funding support, pre-seed, seed stage, um, is where we sit for this program. So looking to introduce you to the right players in the investment landscape who sort of understand uh, the timeline and, and quickly grasp your solution as something that's necessary to move the industry forward. So here's just a, a better breakdown of some of the high level topics that we cover in the 13 weeks. In the first few weeks, we focus on the foundations of your startup. So looking at um, your business model, di dissecting the assumptions that you have for um, you know, some of the goals you may have, and, and then really drilling down on milestone setting and how um, you scope that out for the raise, uh, for the round that you're looking to raise. Um, we then go into uh, the initial basics of forming the investor-ready pitch deck and start getting those elements in place. Uh, we take a heavy look at branding and storytelling and storytelling around um, how do you formulate your message for the different audiences you'll be speaking to. So whether you're speaking to your peers or potential customers or investors, you have a different message that you want to tailor that to for each audience so that you're making sure that you're getting your point across as clearly and succinctly as possible. So we uh, dive deep into the storytelling element and then talk about how to market and uh, communicate the solution that you're offering. Uh, we'll then spend some time going into uh, hiring practices and how do you build your business for the long term? How, how do you put uh, structures in place for long term growth? What are those things that you need to think about? Um, and then about halfway through, we'll do a deep dive into the specifics of doing business in the aerospace and defense landscape. So um, how do you work with the DOD? Um, how to get those uh, CIBR and STTR grants from 
the government, like how to, how to take advantage of resources that are there. And then also how to identify uh, the government as your customer, how, how best to work with them. Um, and we'll do a deep dive through that. Um, and then finally, for the, the last few weeks of the program, we'll look into strategy. Uh, we'll do the basics around uh, legal and your financial structure and projections. We do a heavy, heavy lift the last few weeks on uh, venture capital and making sure that deck and that story around um, the investment opportunity is really crisp and clear. Throughout these 13 weeks, we'll have, um, we have checkpoints where uh, biweekly we have investor pitch practices. So we'll have those um, very knowledgeable investors volunteer their time to give you candid feedback on the things that they're hearing, the things that they're missing, and the things that they would like to see as you go out to raise that round. And then finally, of course, we'll culminate the whole 13 weeks in a demo day for you to um, just show the world and show the uh, investors that you're looking to engage, what you've been working on, what your solution is, and ideally be able to walk away with um, being confident with raising that round. So again, this is, this is more specifics about uh, some of the things we'll cover in those 13 weeks. So again, the storytelling piece, how to craft your story, how to captivate the right audience. Um, how are you, how do you develop your prototype and how do you distill out your or call out your unique value proposition? Um, really doing uh, in-depth market analysis and knowing the size of the opportunity that you're going after, both in the uh, in the aerospace sector, but as well as any commercial applications you have as well. Um, and then finally, of course, navigating, uh, working with the DOD and the government, um, and also, you know, how to solidify those customers and identify the right investors um, to support you as you as you continue to scale and grow. Um, so, the key determinants of success here: uh, we've had a proven track record in the past. Scale is not uh, the only accelerator offered by Starburst. Uh, its first accelerator, the flagship accelerator, launched in 2015. Um, and since then, we've seen um, at least 40% of the startups who are going through our programs closing their rounds within six months of completion. Um, so we're bringing the expertise, the specialists, the, the industry know-how, and really hone in and focus on um, helping you to establish uh, your solution and, and grow that into the networks that are most beneficial for you. Um, so the, the cohort is really emphasizing that product market fit for you, and then also giving you the tools and the resources necessary to enter the fundraising landscape and make sure that you're, um, providing the messaging and the materials necessary to prove that traction in that in that sustainability long term. So a little bit more about Starburst quickly here. Um, so as I mentioned, um, we have the flagship accelerator just called Starburst Accelerator that kicked off in um, 2015. 
Prior to that, uh, Starburst started off as a aerospace consulting firm in Paris in 2012 um, and quickly realized the need for early stage support uh, with startups in the ecosystem. So launched their first accelerator in 2015 and since then have a little over half a dozen other startups running globally um, with uh, different uh, program partners and different goals, but all with the same um, overarching mission of supporting the growth of early stage companies in the industry. Um, so um, scale, the scale program sits under uh, one of three arms for Starburst. Uh, so there is the accelerator, ARM Consulting and our newly established uh, venture fund. So um, the accelerators are a great source of scouting and supporting um, early stage opportunities and really getting getting to getting your hands um, around some of the greatest solutions that are developing early on um, in, in supporting them. And then we have our consulting arm which is looking at providing recommendations for those uh, more established industry corporates, industry primes who are looking for innovative um, solutions either to acquire, merge with, or integrate into um, their activities going forward. And then finally, uh, the venture fund is uh, looking at investing in uh, these pre-seed and seed opportunities coming out of the accelerators as uh, just further opportunity for us to support um, really, really great founders who are looking to uh, further their solutions in the, in the sector. So all, all of these arms sort of feeding into each other to provide a, a comprehensive ecosystem for early stage founders in the space. Um, so some of the technologies that we look at, and this slide is not all encompassing of the types of things that we consider under the aerospace umbrella. We have a very broad reach that we consider here. Um, so your traditional um, uh, sectors that you think of under aerospace. So mobility, including satellites and data communication, remote sensing. Uh, regional mobility, urban mobility opportunities, including um, eVTOL and um, uh, UAS solutions, and then also uh, infrastructure support and any enabling technology. So anything in robotics or sensors, quantum computing, cybersecurity, all of these will be applicable and will be great opportunities to uh, participate in the scale program or, or any of our, or take advantage of any of our uh, programs here at Starburst. Um, so here's a closer look at some of those uh, programs we offer that I mentioned. Um, so at the earliest stages, uh, we have the program that we run um, out of the Tel Aviv office with IAI. Um, and then we have quite a few programs that are sitting at this early stage pre-seed pre seed, um, stage support for founders. So scale, as I mentioned, that is um, our US uh, early stage accelerator. 
Blast is in Paris. Um, and then we have these uh, few others mentioned here, the Future Air Mobility Accelerator, Singapore Aviation Accelerator, Allied Defense Accelerator, and then Astra as well. So these all sit in that pre-seed sort of seed stage um, for uh, entrepreneurs. And then um, as I mentioned as well, we have our flagship accelerator um, that's just called the Starburst Accelerator that is running a 12-month program uh, looked at looking at seed and pre-series A startups, um, looking to boost uh, your business development efforts there. So working with uh, entrepreneurs across the spectrum here and really, really trying to offer our support um, to help further the further growth uh, of companies in the industry. So overall, over these last several years, um, we've uh, researched and screened more than 9,000 startups. I think that number is a lot larger now. Um, we've had more than 1,000 startups pitch at our many pitch events. Um, we have more than 100 years of aerospace experience combined through our mentor network um, and the resources we have here uh, to support. And then um, we're also been partnered with more than 100 labs and universities around the world and have also uh, worked with uh, more than 65 corporate and government partners on various programs. So a very, very, very wide network to work with and leverage. So these are some of the companies that we've worked with, whether through mentorship or through various partnerships um, from some of the programs that we've run um, in the past. And that's all I had. So um, if there's, as I mentioned, uh, we'll be announcing applications for the SCALE program opening here uh, very, very soon. But if you have um, anyone in your network who you think might be interested in the opportunity to participate in Accelerator, or if you're interested in being a mentor and joining us in supporting these startups, happy to talk to you and um, connect to see how we can collaborate further. Uh, any other questions? Happy to answer anything you got. Um, any question from folks here or online? Uh, Linda, Linda, one second. Uh, I invite you. Is uh, allowed to call. Jeremy, I hear you. Okay, sorry for that. Okay, well, Jeremy from FAA. So, uh, you have any question? Okay, okay, take easy, take easy. Um, I think I see one here? here. Okay, I can address the one oh, in the chat. Okay, but let's see, Linda, do you want to speak out? Linda, go ahead. Okay, I didn't have control to unmute. So um, I, I like the information that very helpful. I just wanted to know how to interview program. Is there a website? Um, maybe you had it earlier on the slide or phone no. to contact. Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So I will, uh, on starburst.arrow is where you can find um, the navigation to the scale program and the application will be there, but I'm going to 
I'm going to go ahead and drop the link here in the chat for everyone as well. The other question I have for, as a follow-up is, um, so I have um, the investor pitch. Do mm -hmm. you have um, kind of a, a program or um, help to just uh, expedite you to uh, your 10 weeks um, program. Basically, you know, just review those and see if they're um, suitable for presentation and connecting with you, uh, investor uh, community directly without going through uh, the initial assessment. Right, right. So, so basically seeing how you can get investor support without going through the accelerator program, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I... I haven't seen that in my time here. Usually the accelerator, uh, the support offered um, in terms of investment and all of that is one of the great benefits of participating in the accelerator. So um, I think those go hand in hand, unless you have um, completed a program or accelerator or some, some type of relationship prior, um, then we tend not to offer that only because it would get a little too overwhelming with requests and then we wouldn't be able to properly service those who are going through the accelerator. Um, so first I would say if, if there is an accelerator opportunity that seems like a match for you, but you still wanted to uh, participate in the community, um, I would suggest still reaching out and there, there may be a program fit or an event fit. Um, and then we can sort of discuss from there how we can support. But initially, everything funnels through uh, one of the accelerator programs. Okay, thank you. I might have some other question, but I'll wait until uh, everybody else. Okay. Uh, can I ask one question? Uh, this is Sayer from Gita um, again. Sure. Uh, it seems like you have uh, multiple alumni of your pro program through this uh through the your the you know past project. So how many are there and where and how we can we meet them or are they all in a stealth mode or like sure. do you have some some kind of demo day or a public event that we can meet with them? Yeah, yeah. So uh, throughout the program, we usually have a in-person mixer for the founders just to meet more people in the community that we do a broad um, announcement to. So if you're subscribed to uh, the Starburst newsletter, it'll definitely be in there. Um, but then also, as you mentioned, there will be a demo day at the end of the 13 weeks that is open to the public as well. So that's probably the best place to meet um, all of the startups that are in the cohort. The ones who have gone through prior are currently listed on the homepage of our website. Um, so you can you can see all their logos um, and stuff there. And if there's any of them that seem interesting to you to want to do more work with or learn about, um, you can feel free to reach out to me directly and I can connect you with the founding team for further discussion. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I found the uh, logos of your yeah co cross cohorts. Yeah, thank you very much Great. for the information. Mm -hmm. Sure thing.
Hey, this is uh, Amber Perez. I'm with the Aerospace Corporation. I just wanted to ask um, how far uh, in your idea for like a startup or a business should you be? Should you already kind of have brown, ground broken or sort of what's your, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, great question. So the only prerequisites for the program are that you have to be incorporated um, and that you have one full-time member dedicated to the idea, ideally two um, team members, but at least one full-time. Um, and the reason for incorporation is because one of the main goals is helping to raise funds from investors and, and that'll just make things a lot easier. <laughs> okay, thank you. Sure thing. Hi, I'm Desiree Molnar. I've uh, had projects before that were VC funded, and I don't necessarily want to do that again. And yeah. I want—I uh, have a, a project that's fairly far along, and certainly capable to pitch to uh, uh, Department of Energy, uh, AF Works, and others. Do you, do mm -hmm. you deal with uh, uh, such projects as far as getting SBIR grants and things, as far as curating talent here in Los Angeles area? Because I've had no real support locally for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we bring in um, bring in one of the heads uh, that helps to um, just explain more about the CIBR and SCTR process and how to um, lock that funding in. And we can also help uh, sort of identify what partners you might need there um, so that we can get that ball rolling. But yeah, it, it, if you're not interested in Venture funding certainly not a requirement to go through the program, just an added benefit. And when you said other, which partners to identify, you mean technical partners that are local or in funding partners? Uh, funding partners. Okay, thanks. And yep. do, you, do you have a broad reach into that and some history with it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, it won't just be, it'll be pulling from that global network I mentioned of more than, you know, hundreds of uh, active mentors we have. So we can uh, sort of leverage our network there and, and support with whoever you might need as a, a match funding partner. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, any question here, folks here? Or you want to just uh, uh, introduce yourself to, to Bricha, know each other, anyone? <laughs> Um, well, I, I think I, I'll, I'll just mention this question. I mean, uh, which I said, uh, mentioned earlier today. Uh, those logos uh, on the uh, your, your chart are these kind of uh, official partner, or you, you are just using it as uh, like uh, uh, those are the possibly um, you know uh, people in the community. Because you know sometimes you, you have the logo for Boeing, but what is the exactly Boeing role with you, or you just indicate that as a potential. Uh, you know, what's kind of what kind of relationship? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So the the slides with the many many logos, those are all of like uh, mentor affiliations, um, you know, community partner affiliations. The only ones that are official uh, for this program are um, the Jet Propulsion Lab, uh, Miter. Rand and UCLA, along with the uh, city of El Segundo and city of LA. Um, so everything else is is more uh, mentorship support, resource support. 
Yeah, because I yeah, this is good good uh case. For example, I saw your logo on a city. For example, city of El Segundo. Mm -hmm. Oh, so what what is the role of the city of El Segundo uh in your uh, program? Yeah, so we have uh we have some um partners that help us to so for instance if we had a um and actually this is a real case if we had a company who was looking at transportation regulation for instance in the city of LA and wanted to get more information about that we can connect them with someone in their office to give give them more insight into um you know what process they need to follow or what things that they need to present in order to get that done um and then uh secondarily is that the um the grant opportunity that is supporting the um the execution of the program uh is held up by them as well so um really just acting as a resource partner for us. So if there's anyone who needs um, specific information or uh, is looking to make inroads for a pilot project, for, in for instance, with the city, uh, then we can reach out to someone um, to our contact there to help move that forward for them. Uh, and my next question is, you know, our next speaker, as as you, uh, you, you know, you 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 are stay and uh, uh, is from Japan. Uh, and mm -hmm. how 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 does it work with uh, your program with uh, international partner? For example, Dr. Guzman here from uh, Mexican Space Agency, and of mm -hmm. course, next speaker from Japan. Uh, and then, of course, my question is only for you say you have to be incorporated, but when you say start up. So is there kind of years of limitation? For example, the company in the next presentation by Mr. Uh, Komatsu, uh, mm -hmm. I think they started recently, but what do you, do you have some kind of range of years that you define uh, as startup? Five years, 10 years? Um, right, right. You know, those kinds of things. So basic two questions. I, I see Dr. Guzman has a raised hand, but uh, these two questions, can you kind of explain to us? Of course, yeah. So um, the program is open to global companies. If you're looking to expand into the U.S. market, this would be a perfect program for you. Um, and then uh, second piece was, sorry, remind me again, what was the second part of the question? Uh, the startup, how do you define a startup? Right, time frame. What is your range of service? Right, and right, yeah. You just mentioned the international partner just you, you you do support, um, but it's basically is the uh, uh, mentorship program, you know, to help them. But if if you, you if you have some uh, investor, you know, mm -hmm. decide to invest, they can also invest international. Right. Okay, okay. Yep. So yep, what is the range of what is yes. the range of startup? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wide range of startups, and then also time frame. It does not matter. We've had uh, companies come in who started their company um early 2022 late 2021 as long as your um company is registered and incorporated then no issues it doesn't have to be operating for a certain amount of time so even this company after 10 years they can still seek your help yep yep okay very good Mm -hmm. uh, I see uh, Adrian, Dr. Guzman has raised hand, so uh, go ahead, Dr. Guzman. Thank you very much. Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, we we are trying to to incentivate, I mean, to, to the development of 
um, new Mexican startups. Uh, as I mentioned before, mm -hmm. we, we are planning our second lunar mission with a Mexican startup in, in a public partner, par public partner, <coughs> public private partnership, sorry, uh, with, uh, with Airbus. But we would like to, uh, to develop also uh, a, a regional ecosystem. So we are trying to to look forward uh, the the creation of uh, of companies also in the in the U.S. Uh, um, with both uh, uh, U.S. And, and Mexican capital in order mm -hmm. to try to to take advantage of of these opportunities because uh, I think it is is the is the way uh, forward. And uh, I, I will be delighted to, to present to you uh, what we are trying to 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 advance here. I, I live in Querétaro, which is a city in the very bottom of the country, mm -hmm. and we have a, a, a one of the largest aerospace clusters in Latin America. So uh, we, we are pushing forward the the um, the creation of new companies for 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 new opportunities in in this in this area. Yeah, yeah, I would love to talk further about that. Feel feel free to uh, shoot me a note and we can have a deeper conversation about that. Fantastic, thank you. Sure thing. Awesome. Uh, hey, Vijay, my name is Jeremy Robbins. I'm an attorney with the FAA. You mentioned you've got a lot of mentors that you're working with. Are you guys still in the need for more mentors yes. on your program? Yes, yes, absolutely. More, more mentors. Um, are always welcome. Um, also, if you guys know more investors, investor mentors, love love to onboard more mentors. So yes, please. I'll send you a link. Or I'll send you a, 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 a contact information after. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so how do you, of course, you know, uh, we AIAA, you know, also in the U, you want uh, um uh, people to succeed. Uh, so, uh, how how do you monitor the progress of of the uh, the company? Do do they have to report you monthly, annually, or or kind of meeting with them to see how it goes once they are within your program? Yeah, good question. So, once the program concludes, we do do some metrics reporting. Um, so we do a check in six months after the program just to see where things are. And then after that, any you're part of the community. So any support that you need, any time that you reach out, um, you know, we're happy to help with anything that you need. You're, you're still in the fold. So we do some reporting about six months out from the program. And then following that, uh, just sort of check in as needed. Yeah. I, I Actually, Jer Jeremy, uh, that's a very good question about, you know, opportunity for mentors. Uh, it's very yes. good. So you not only bring uh, uh, the program for people who um, need uh, uh, help or also bring opportunity for people who are willing to help others. Uh, that That's Absolutely. very good. Yep. Uh, that because, you know, there are two people that are more experienced, uh, those kinds of things. And uh, Actually, I had a question, something I forgot, but uh, that, that's one of them. Uh, the other is, um, you, you don't have actually press, uh, a direct representative in foreign countries, but they work directly with you, you know, in, in, the, in the States. Is that the, the way for international partner? 
Uh, say that last piece again. No, no, I, I'm saying, do you have international representative outside the country or you're mostly domestic, but international have to contact you locally here? For the scale program, they would, but for their representatives in other countries. So we have an office in Singapore, Singapore office in Munich, Tel Aviv, um, Paris, as I mentioned, um, there's one in India. So we have a global representation um, for really um, any of the programs. So if if someone were international and, and reached out to one of the regional offices, it would probably still funnel through me if this was the best opportunity. So honestly, they could reach out to me directly or one of our international offices and, and we'll still vet the opportunity for the best support that we have. Of course, you know, for you speak with us, we'll definitely, uh, you know, uh, people contact you, you know, uh, yeah. you know, that's that's good. And, and just two quick comments. And the one one thing actually before the meeting, uh, Mr. Shimizu talked about the commercial space, uh, very important. And again, I want to mention to uh, attendee AAA Los Angeles speaker section have been doing new space mini conference every year in the past few years before and after pandemic or during pandemic, uh, basically we want to um, capture this very important uh, movement and, uh, uh, and also uh, national level, we have a SAND uh, conference and also uh, you know, locally we have our own effort and uh, that, that's um, very important for people's career. You know, um, you know this, uh, the new space give people opportunity to, to work outside the conventional space. Of course, a lot of things that uh, might still be with a major aerospace company, but they've uh, opened up a lot of uh, wonderful opportunities. Um, for example, a couple of years ago, we have uh, the Planetary Defense and Mini Conference. I remember there was a company uh, in Pasadena, they were working on this uh, asteroid mining. They actually have designed some kind of gadget, but you see, uh, from our point point of view, we just provide the platform. So I don't know exactly how they got funded or something like that. Uh, sounds a good idea. They connect to one of our other fellow, um, and uh, seems the technology technology uh, technology seems to be uh, very sound and. Uh, very good. And the other thing is, you know, I uh, want to mention about this AWA platform, uh, is member or non-member, you know, we have a very uh, successful uh, story that uh, attendees are uh, working with speaker and or among attendees, you know, uh, networking and uh, things work out. Uh, we're happy to see it, even though we don't really know um, you know, uh, you know the the process of your private conversation. We're happy you succeed, and when you succeed, you come back, uh, uh, tell us your success, give a talk, and how people uh, that that's uh, uh, will be appreciated. Um, that's something we'll try to try to say. So, any more question here? Oh, oh. Sorry. hi, my name is Chris Gabriel. I'm I'm here. Uh, not as a startup and not as a mentor, but uh, I've got a small engineering services and contract R&D company. Mostly we work with large companies and with government organizations, but uh, also recently been getting interested in working with startups, early stage startups, people trying to get to their MVP or maybe in their phase one or phase two of their uh, of server programs. Um, is there an opportunity for that type of interaction through the Starburst program? Um. There might be as a resource, if you want to share some more information with me, I'm, I might be able to point some people there who might need it. Um, 
but we don't uh, sell anything to people directly. Um, so I, I think the best bet would be to just share with me if you have a one pager or something um, that I can pass along to the founders, I'll be happy to do so and funnel some more opportunities your way. Perfect. Thank you. Sure thing. Uh, more more questions? No. Um, Great. That's wonderful. Oh, 15, right on time. So we actually intended to um, have a short briefing so that people can network more. So hopefully, you know, um, uh, because we actually have this uh, in a very short notice and also this time uh, starting 5.30 is a traffic hours. Otherwise we were thinking to have, oh, uh, I think he was, um, that's so I think you were trying to talk to Seiya, right? Uh, Mr. Shimizu. Yeah. Yeah, actually he was asking you to contact him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Mr. Mona, you see the chat, right? You see the chat. Oh, don't worry. I, I can also forward to you after, after the event. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to say is because this is the first time short notice, uh, even though we have been planning for a long time, uh, but uh, we're uh, initially we we're trying to figure a, a future time, but we just uh, bridge a field today, right before the next talk is a great opportunity. Uh, it's some, somehow linked together. So we decided uh, to do it uh, quickly. And uh, hopefully in the future, we can have, you know, real person uh, have uh, uh, here and uh, maybe have some food, snacks and have fun uh, together. Okay, very good. Uh, so uh, thank you so you much, Bridget. Welcome to, I know you are stay, stay, yes. stay, because mm -hmm. for the next talks, uh, also for the uh, people here, uh, stay for the next talk. So temporary, I will uh, uh, stop a recording here. And we'll wait for the speaker for the next session to show up.